It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast, last podcast of 2022. So thanks for coming along for the ride and making this a very successful and a great year for Here's Your Freaking Podcast. And uh, we got one more uh, in the chamber for you. So here we go. What are we going to learn on the podcast today? We're going to learn how to talk dirty. Oh, yeah. We're going to learn what kind of words. the uh, panties your mother lay out for you. We're going to talk about the words. You use when you talk dirty. We're going to talk about the words you don't use when you're talking dirty. Uh, and then, <laughs> Does it make you moist? Uh, we also got a bunch of stories uh, that we'll cover with just, you know what, since it's the last one of the year, we'll just group a whole bunch of terrible, terrible people in for the end of the podcast and the terrible things that are going. Oh, by the way, we're running low on bull sperm, so we'll get to that, too. It's the end of the year clearinghouse for terrible people. Everything must go. <coughs> okay. Now, when I first saw this, it was on Reddit, and I thought, well, I don't think it's that big of a deal until you read someone else's story and you realize yeah. that could be my story, too. Offhand, can you think of an awkward boner story? Every guy occasionally gets the awkward boner. Mostly happens when you're younger. Ladies, if you didn't know this, I don't want this to come as a surprise, but when, uh, you know, you were uh, middle school, high school, and you were within 35 feet of a dude, he probably had a boner. I remember when I was a kid, like middle school-ish, being hypersensitive about how my jeans sat when I was sitting down so people wouldn't think that I was sitting there with a huge boner so you'd fold your jeans down funny. You had that weird fake jean denim boner. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing and with the, the sweatshirt. Last one's like, hey, Warren's bought a boner. And you're like, oh, no, then your game's over. So you try your best to smash it down. Yeah, if you look at my sweatshirt right now, you also get a sweatshirt boner. Yeah, yeah you're, you know? you're going to have a throbbing penis in there. I have no idea. You know, outside of being <laughs> I mean, around... I have a pretty good idea, but I'm hoping it's not. Right, um... Other than being around Warren's mom, I typically don't have that many awkward boners. So here's some awkward boner hey, stories. Hey, they get a little bit f- less frequent the older you get. You're like, God, I haven't had an awkward boner in years. The only the only real one that I can remember was being on the school bus, and it was middle school. And so I'm riding the bus home, and there was this, you know, I was probably like sixth grade. Jason Lee boner secrets. Yeah, I was like uh, sixth grade maybe. I don't know, so probably like sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. And then there was a girl that I sat next to on the bus that was a year older than I was. Oh, an older lady. And, and, and she was always, you know, we always, you know, uh, goofed around. And, 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 you know, it wasn't like she, you know, would beat up on me. She wasn't a bully or anything like you would think an older woman would be now that you're older. But I remember one day, so you're in the bus, right? And you got your two arms up on the backrest of the bus seats, and you yeah. got your back up against the windows, and you're talking. You know, you're entertaining your crowd there. Yeah, yeah, holding court. And this girl, I can't remember what her name was, hey, but did, I. Did you ever hang your hair out the window? Uh, no. Neither did I. Um, this I don't remember this girl's name. I didn't stick my head toward the back of the window, and the wind sucked my hat off and blew <laughs> out. And I was like, "Well, there goes my hat." <laughs> Whatever I want to do today. <laughs> Way to go, Napoleon. Hey, and half the bus saw it, and I just played it cool like it didn't happen. <laughs> I, like, didn't, I, I didn't like that hat anyway. I don't want that stupid San Jose Sharks fitted hat anyhow. So this girl would roll the bus, and again, I don't remember her name, but you could take me back to where I grew up, the street I grew up on, and I could take you right to her house. I can show you exactly where she lived. Anyway, so we're, you know, we're goofing around. 
you know, all of us on the bus were playing around. And I got my back against the thing. And at one point, I don't remember what the circumstances were, but she reached out and she grabbed, grabbed my crotch. And she just grabbed it. And then... I don't remember what the circumstances were. And then I kind of blacked out a little bit. And then she was like, oh, and everybody laughed. And then all I remember was, I'm going to sit down for the rest of the ride. <laughs> oh, dude. When you got one in class, you're like, you're like wild horses could get me to stand up. Yeah. I'm not 100% what's going on here, but I'm about 99% sure what's going on here. And, and, and I know that whatever she just did is something that I would like I would like to continue to happen throughout my life. Right. So here's the awkward bonus stories, boner stories. And then we realize, hey, this was all of us. In high school, we had to hold hands with a partner for some dumb activity. I was paired with a girl that I had a crush on. It's probably fucking square <laughs> dancing. I can tell you this right now. It doesn't matter if you had a crush on her or not. If you had to hold an, if you had to hold a girl's hand when you were in school, your awkward boner would suddenly appear. I couldn't tell you how many things at that age I got sucked into doing socially just because there were going to be girls there that you wanted to be around. Oh, like, God, no, yeah. Nothing's going to happen. You're like, fuck yeah, I'll go. That, la- that lasted until I was 30. Uh, awkward boner stories. I was strapped down on a gurney surrounded by people with first aid training. <laughs> like when you were in health class. And <laughs> and then they I t- realized I was into being held down. When you were in uh, health class and you learned how to do CPR oh, yeah. and you learned to do mouth to mouth. I remember when we were, we did CPR, we had mouth to mouth. It wasn't full on, but you would have to get as close as you could. To and, another real person's and mouth? Then, and then practice your breathing. Awful. I... I still think about it to this day. Man. You want to talk about pitting out as a kid, as a 15-year-old kid. When we did it, there was a dummy, and I remember everybody had a little wipe you had to wipe the lips with before the next kid put their mouth on it. Oh, we had a dummy, but that's what the teacher used to instruct. Oh, no. And then you had a partner. Now breathe into his mouth. I, re- I had a girl partner. I remember that, but I don't remember if it was all boy-girl, boy-girl, or if there were maybe some, uh, some you know, God forbid at that age, you end up in a boy-boy partnership in health class. This guy says, I'm down on the gurney and waiting for first aid training. The instructor yelled out, call a lumberjack, we got wood, and everyone <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> oh. I would be like, you know what, just fucking kill me now. Oh, it gets worse. Um, somebody shares their story. I remember an eighth grade girl grabbed a sixth grade boy in the hallway and kissed him. <laughs> Then pointed out his boner to everyone in the hall. <laughs> hey, that's cruel. It's probably going to give that kid issues. Looking back, I feel so bad for that kid. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I was in a boxing class, and I ended up with a female partner. Apparently, getting punched repeatedly by a woman will give you an awkward boner. <laughs> Turns out, he's into it. I worked in a hotel and rode an elevator with a cute female chef. She one day said that I could spank her any time. That did the trick, and she noticed. The ride was awkward after that. I never did get to spank her. I don't even know how I'd behave in a situation like that. Nope. I would probably swallow my tongue and die. I'd be so humiliated and embarrassed. All right, so, I'd, I'd just be looking around like, this has got to be a fucking prank show. There's no way. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher, or one of the jackass guys, has got to be yeah, here. look at his boner, everybody! All right, here's a beginner's guide for talking dirty. All right. Hey, isn't it funny? The last thing when you're a kid you ever wanted to be accused of is being aroused. Uh, when you're at your most arousable. There he is. He's I, aroused. I promise you, all of us feel this way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be the proud man to stand up for your boner. Oh, yeah.
All right, a beginner's guide to talking dirty. There are a few things as thrilling as hearing filthy sexual thoughts from someone else, right? Guess what, they say. Women enjoy hearing filthy stuff, too. The problem is that we... They say that we guys are groomed to express ourselves through physical touch, and the verbal skills might not be where we need them to be to pull it off. So I heard, I have, I have learned over the years that a few um, poorly timed uh uh will really take the steam out of anything you've got going. The number one thing that we've learned is to slowly work into it, slowly build the. Yeah. As a guy, you want to get as juicy fruit as quickly as possible, right? Yeah, you don't want to go from like, what are you wearing to pee on me in two seconds. What, like, do, you, what do you always say? <laughs> Tongue punch or fart box? <laughs> oh, hey, if you've ever seen it on a fucking t-shirt, don't use it. Well, one doctor says there hasn't been a lot of study when it comes to talking dirty, but research has been done into erotic stimulus of the verbal variety and how they can fire up the brain and it influences your sexual behavior. As always, real communication before any nasty kind is key. You have to figure out what are you into? What can I not say? Can I bring up any dead relatives? You got to you got to find out what's permittable and what's not. Oh, you're into slurs. Oh no. Hot dog, Warren says, I am the man for you. Uh, so it says you, you got to work out, you know, exactly what's going to happen ahead of time. Be sure the person that you're spewing your filth with is going to be receptive. <clears throat> if they're not, you're going to see, obviously, things go downhill from quick. Okay, here we go. Here's some examples. 40% of women report getting turned on when their partner uses... A derogatory term towards them. <laughs> now, what is a derogatory term? Sup, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Words like slut or bitch in a sexual manner. I can't imagine working bitch in there anywhere. <clears throat> uh, I think if you pair it with like an adjective, like like you're a hot bitch. I don't know if that does it. But the weird thing is, is there's not the same word for a guy. Like, is there a, a, a slur you can use for a You're guy? You're a like, handsome dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's up, cock? See, it doesn't work both ways. It goes into the whole taboo uh, naughtiness thing. That's why women love the uh, derogatory terms. If your partner isn't one of those 40%, by the way, it could be a bad night if you decide to, you know, hurl some of those out there. Right? What's up, you whore? Right. Excuse me. Yeah, that might take a turn. We're done. Um, The first thing you need to do is figure out which words work. Like the C word, there's a pretty good chance that the C word isn't going to work out in your favor, correct? Uh, Most women find the C word downright offensive. Uh, For some, though, they say it's hot when it's used properly. Sadly, they don't tell us how to use it properly. (laughs) Hey, I, I can tell you what it's not. Show me your cunt. Right. They say, <laughs> know the words that get the best results from your partner before you proceed. There we go. See right there. Start slowly with texts. Ask what they're wearing. Ask what they're doing. Ask what they want to be doing later. It's all a good launching pad. Sleeping. Again, 
Don't run full sprint right off the bat. That's what we've learned every single time. It is hard, especially when you're initially, when you're not very experienced in in dirty talk or dirty texting, to practice that restraint. Oh, here's, it's the, when you're a guy, it's really difficult because guys get real excited real fast. So again, you want to run, 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 run as quickly as you can. You know, stuff like when you're texting, you want to say things like, describe what you're wearing. Like, I'm wearing a suit and tie and a jackal shirt. Make sure that you cover all your bases for whatever turns are on. Describe what you're doing right now. Hey, I'm wearing a robe and filthy basketball shorts right. that I should have washed three days ago. Describe what you want to do later. Like, I want to strip you naked when I see you. Now, when you're face-to-face, you need to say stuff like, do you like that? Do you want me to come for you? I've also found out that when you're face-to-face, especially when things are starting to progress, you can't say those things directly to the person's face. It's got to be in the ear. It's got to be in the ear. Yeah. You can't look her in the face and be like, where do you want it? <laughs> See, then you need to do little stuff like, uh, oh, okay, be a good little slut. Tell me where you want me to touch you. Show me how bad you want me. I love watching us in the mirror. That's rough, because when you put it out there as a question, then that puts the onus on them. And they're yeah. like, I don't know, where do you want to touch yeah. me? There, there's a pretty good... What, what are the chances of them just wanting to be a Dirty Talk listener, not a Dirty Talk talker? Yeah. That's where you run into the problem. Uh, you can also create your own version of uh, Dirty Mad Libs. <laughs> Figure out boundaries and fantasies. Hang on, I uh, you yeah, dirty mad lib is something like what a hot noun you have. It makes me want to verb. <laughs> <laughs> Your noun gets me so hard every time. Ugh. It feels amazing when you verb my noun. I would actually just use those. I think that's perfectly fine. All right, here's a bunch of. Uh, Here's just a bunch of bad people, and that's how we'll wrap up the just, podcast for 2022. I wish I could go back and read some of the things that I thought were dirty texts oh like 10, no, 15 years I ago. I would never want that. When that when that keypad on that phone changed from the click, you know, three times to get an A, click whatever. When it when you first got your own keypad, whether it was a uh, BlackBerry or a Razor or whatever, that changed the game completely. Because you could fire things off quickly in real time, and it wasn't like, wait five minutes. You didn't have a second to process. Oh, yeah. What should I stay say here? And again, that goes back to being a guy. You want to fire off a response as quickly as possible so that you get a response as quickly as possible back. And it's also rough now, with because like, we're iPhone users with the iMessage. Like, they can see what you're typing, and then you stop. And you got to erase things and like retype. So they see you're fucking starting and stopping over and over again. And then five minutes later, yeah, that's, they're like, that's too that's too gross. I can't go there. Yeah, you respond with, uh-huh. <laughs> like, wait a minute. It took you five fucking minutes to get out of, uh-huh. And then, and then. Police in Germany are asking for the public's help. Cracking, uh, cracking a case of missing bull semen. At some point about a week ago, because somebody it's Germany, you know it's something disgusting. Oh yeah, this isn't to this isn't to inseminate cows that they have back at the farm. Oh no, this is to splash on some co-ed. <laughs> those fucking what, what Germans, those man, I'm films. telling you, yeah. Uh, at some point uh, about a week ago, somebody broke into a local farm and swiped <laughs> sixty containers of bull semen. 
How big is one <laughs> container of bull semen? Would that be considered mugu? <laughs> <laughs> my days of ordering mugu guy pan are over. Uh, police are unclear how the robbery went down, but there's concern uh, that it's not being handled properly. We used to, because uh, when you breed like high-quality animals, you have to get involved in the artificial dissemination game. Right. And it would get shipped in like the nitrogen or liquid ice, whatever the... You know, the thing you open it and smog comes out. Yeah, that's what it says. It has to be super cooled to negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit uh, through the use of liquid nitrogen. Yeah, it has to be ice cold. Otherwise, that comes no good. Right. It's no good, Jason. Got to throw out the moo-goo. The only person who wins is the bull. Yep. He's like, well, the good news is I can always crank you out some more. I just like what this guy says. We've seen a million stories of people calling 911 just... Over and over and over again. And eventually the police show up and arrest them. Uh, this guy called police 2,000 times in nine days. 2,000 times in nine days. Just so he could call them big, stupid assholes. Police say they re- received, uh, actually it was 2,060 angry phone calls from a 67-year-old man who repeatedly said, you are big, stupid assholes. Oh, he also called them tax thieves, too. Oh. Police had finally had enough. They paid a visit to the man. A weird thing to do. Uh, He says, I I knew police would come for me one day. Well, someday finally came when he has been charged with interfering with police. Uh, I dive into the man's past. His disdain for police found that he had actually been making harassing phone calls for years. Mm. And it only started to ramping it up just to call them big, stupid assholes. I think, I think I know this is like the last podcast of the year, but I think we'd still be hard pressed to find somebody who would lodge themselves atop the heap ahead of Ed Dare from a couple of weeks ago. We're about to. Um, a woman named Cameron has been convicted of giving her neighbor, all right, giving her neighbor head. <laughs> Woman's going to prison for 15 years for murder Whoa. and decapitation of her husband. Reportedly, she gave her neighbor a box. Okay. She told the neighbor that the box was filled with sex toys. Now, I don't know if it's because this is supposed to be some sort of a gift to get him to look into it, or he's like, oh, yuck, it's a box of sex toys. I'm not fucking looking in there. It's gross. It's sex toys. But he's, but she said, there's sex toys in this box. And I mean, you'd have to look. Curiosity gets, obviously, and he opens it up, and it is the head of the dead husband inside the box. What's in the box? Oh, her master plan was to point the finger at the neighbor for the murder. That's not a very good plan. All he has to do is say, yeah, she gave me the box. Yeah, clearly the plan didn't work out. She was arrested. She's doing 15 years. That seems light, doesn't it? For cutting off somebody's head? Uh, Murder and decapitation? That sounds incredibly light. All right, and we'll wrap with the Florida story of the day. We laughed at Ed Dare a few weeks back. Well, hey, I keep trying to get my wife to laugh at that situation. She's like, there's nothing about that story that's funny. I'm like, no, it's what he did isn't funny. What the reaction is like, yeah, we'll do a party. Fucking Ed Ed Dare put his dick in a dog's mouth. He thought it would be hilarious. Everybody's going to laugh at this. Who's not going to laugh at a dick in a dog's mouth? (laughs) I just can't imagine. He looks around expecting to see everyone laughing, and it's always his phone's coming out. Yeah, all of a sudden he realizes he made him. He's like, oh, you know what? I didn't. And all you got to do is Google Ed Dare dog, and you see his mugshot. And it, it, he looks like a guy who's like, I just want to have be the life of the party. Waka, waka, waka. Hey. 
I'll put the cock in Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> well, a Florida man is learning today that when you steal a car and you destroy a church nativity scene and you have sex with a golden doodle, that does not for a very good life make. Wow, this is worse than Ed there. 36-year-old man, his name is Chad Mason. He lives in Orlando. He's been charged with multiple offenses, including criminal mischief at a place of worship, exposing sexual organs and sexual activity with an animal. By the way, none of those things, any one of those things on a resume, you're going to lose your fucking yeah. job. He's got all three of them. He allegedly engaged engaged with sexual activities with a dog in front of witnesses. What a, when, hey, what a horrifying thing to be a witness to. As if Jesus wasn't disappointed enough <laughs> by your giving the business to a golden doodle when he was confronted by someone, an adult, he took off running and ran to a church where he then, remember Jesus still upset. Yeah. He kicked over the nativity scene. Oh. And then he ran to the children's playground and he tossed toys around the playground. Then he damaged a mailbox. He tried to steal a car when cops finally caught up and apprehended Chad Mason of Orlando, Florida. Horrified onlookers. Yeah, I fucking bet, man. You give the business to a dog and you think, all right, Jesus, this is as low as I can get. And Jesus says, yes, sir, this is as low as you can get. And you're like, wait a minute, Jesus, are you mocking me? I can go much worse. And then you kick over the nativity scene that includes a baby Jesus. Give the boot to one of the wise men and kick that myrrh and frankincense all over the place. Bad move. So there you go. There's the worst person on the planet. Yeah, good luck topping that one. And we'll just leave 2022 on that note. Uh, thanks for being a part of the podcast all year long, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, obviously, we'll be back first Tuesday of the year. You will find us. Uh, same spot. And we'll do it all over again. Uh, have a great New Year's, and we will talk to you then. Uh, I assume it'll be on a Tuesday. So we'll see you the first Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.